1: well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com
2: it's jeremy white and sneaky joe dibiase
3: you've got to get a nickname and if your name is a nickname then they got to extend it what are the savers nickname? saves Nobody on uh, I, I Earth can't, I can't, says saves. I can't deal with another person trying to tell me that people don't say saves. Nobody says who says saves. People Do you say saves. Yes, people say saves. I've never heard you say saves. The saves. Yes, Jeremy White. People are saying saves. How many? Like five people. Five million people say I hear saves. more people call them the Swords than call them the that Saves. That is the biggest lie that's ever been told <laughs> on these airwaves. Sneaky Joe DiBiase. Matt in Buffalo. What's up, Matt? Tell them what's up, Matt.
2: Me and my friends all the time will say, what are you doing for the Saves game? Nobody calls it the Swords whatsoever.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> no one calls saves. it the Saves. Matt, I'm not saying you're the best caller in show history, but you're top five. Not on WGR. The Saves game. Saves, you need to be hanging out with more people.
4: Sports Radio 550.
3: Hey, good morning. Happy Wednesday. Sabes lost last night. I want to get you the weather report because it's going to be a day to plan for this, and then we got to maybe complain about officials. I walked in this morning and Josh said, how hard is it to become an NHL official? Um, rough one last night. We'll talk to a lot of people about it. Paul, Marty, Don Granato, Sal Capaccio. Loaded today. Anyway, if you're leaving the house today and you're going to be gone from you know like 7am until 4pm or even 9 to 5 you're going to need uh several outfits because the hourly forecast today is for high of uh 60 in the 60s hold on my my computer is actually still set to Naples Florida for my golf trip 2 months ago which is kind of devastating because i just saw highs of 78 and that's not what we're going to have here uh but it's like 50 sorry high of 54 today Right now, we're looking at 54, moving up a little bit. And then around mm, noon, it starts to crater. And by tonight, it'll be 26. We're looking at like a 30 to 35 degree drop in the weather. And it's going to be very substantial between 11 and 4. So, cold air moves in, get ready. It's not going to last for very long, but the story is, of course... It will be chilly. Steve Tasker, it might be chilly. So there you go. Plan for that. By Friday, it's going to be back up to 52. Yeah, Friday so. looks really nice. In fact, if it hadn't rained so much yesterday, you know, people like to do things. Maybe people like to golf in this weather. I was going to go chip around the backyard, and I couldn't because it rained. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little too a little too wet out there. But the weekend, yeah, the weekend looks fantastic. So um, it's early spring. I'm gonna say it's early spring. The reality is it's it's late winter. No, spring starts March 1st. You know how I feel about that. But yeah, the weekend high of 64 on Sunday, 66, 64 on Monday, Tuesday. So some nice weather on the way. Don't let this little this is the uh, this is the play action winter pump fake. It's gonna make you think winter's back, but it's but it's not. So just plan accordingly. Anyway, good morning, Jeremy White with you. Joe's out again today. Nate Gary joins me very shortly. Josh Schmidt producing. And we've got a lot to get to. I mean, a lot to get to. I can't wait to get to the trade proposal from a guy on CBS Sports Radio. The Bills should trade Josh Allen for the first and ninth picks in the draft. I mean, funny. Funny. We'll get there. So, but the Sabres lose. I want to I start with the Sabres because a couple things going on. One, Josh, how hard is it to become an official? And <laughs> more so... Are officials, do they hate Zach Benson? That's the bigger question. Zach Benson doesn't get calls. Multiple times. There's a clip going around the internet, a highlight package of all the times Benson has been called for penalties while he's the one getting interfered with or thrown around or whatever. Do they hate Zach Benson because he's a kid? Because he's, I don't know, small? Zach Benson is not getting the calls from the officials. And the Sabres last night, I mean, is it a meltdown? Not quite. They're losing, they're getting outshot, they're getting outplayed by one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference, maybe the best team in the Eastern Conference. And then there's a penalty, and Granado gets a bench minor as well for flipping out, because maybe he was asking, how hard is it to become an official? Maybe he asked exactly that question. Part of me wonders what magic words you say to get an additional penalty, because you know i'm sure there's lots of times they're screaming and yelling but either way they get a bench minor they go down to a 5 on 3 florida scores it's brandon montour blast from the past there's a lot of those around the nhl montour scores a 5 on 3 goal they go up 3-1 the sabers make it 3-2 and ultimately lose but it's the it's the penalty and the bench minor that really well are the difference in this game and who knows maybe tage thompson doesn't score and florida closes out 2 to 1 but Florida got up 3-1, the Sabers get to 3-2, and then the Sabers ultimately lose and the standings are not pretty. It's not great. You know, you were clinging to hope as it is and now to sit a full 11 points behind Tampa. You still have games in hand. Detroit continues to pull away. Detroit's 14 points up on the Sabers. So, the idea of like catching a spot in the west in the in the wild card rankings you know, two wildcard spots might have been available for a little while, but it looks like you know Detroit's going to run and hide from you with 72 points. Tampa with 69. Either way, bench minor for Granado and Tampa scores. And the Sabres do get one back. And then, then comes the empty net scenario, which this has been something maybe we don't ask Granado about enough, and we will when we talk to him today, which is, man, they are not... Good. They're a bit. They're clumsy. Their timing is way off when it comes to getting the extra attacker out. And I don't know if it's by design or if it's just they 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 by design want to have things happen later or what it is. But man, what a mess trying to get Ukepek Lukinin out of the net. Nate Geary joins me. Hey, what's up, Nate? Good morning. What a mess trying to get UPL out of the net. The Sabers had extended zone time for 30 seconds-ish, multiple times in that late third period, and by the time he finally comes out, Florida dumps it in the zone, and the Sabres make him retreat. You could just, go teams often will pull their goalie with the puck in their own end as part of a rush and be like, all right, let's go up the ice, let's gain the zone, establish possession, but you do it when the, the puck is in your own end. And here's last night, they were late to do it, you know, is it going to make a difference? Who knows? You got to give yourself a chance. Either way, it's a loss. It's a tough one. And we've got some questions for the coach and for Paul Hamilton about it as well when he comes up at 7 o'clock. The bigger picture, if I could allow myself one bigger picture, is
5: UPL continues to be awesome. One of the best goalies in the league. He's awesome. Not just like. Good for their standard because their standard hasn't been good for the last seven years. No, but. it's been very bad.
3: Yeah. And a fun question would be, what were you willing to trade UPL for a year ago?
5: Is it like a duffel bag? A bag of grapes, <laughs> like old, older, like not even fresh grapes. Yeah, seeded grapes. Seeded grapes. Yes, right. Yes.
3: I don't even care if they have seeds in them. Nope. UPL is awesome. He is. And we got Marty Baron coming up at seven thirty. My favorite question on the Sabers right now is. When do we get to treat him as real?
5: You're not already. Guys have a good year, and he's had two full, really good months, like mm-hmm. really like top level months. I, and I I know you had Chad on a couple, maybe like last week. I can't I, I can't remember if you asked him this about appeal.
3: I, I did. Chad Diaminisis of uh, ExpectedBuffalo.com. His answer was this time next year. Okay, the, that long, the, the
5: December. Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, not to say that what he's doing is nothing, but at what point can you say, this guy
5: is this good? Can I also ask the question, is he ever going to play this much again, even when he's playing this well? Probably not. That's right? a good question. He is getting the load here. He's getting He is
3: getting number one goalie load. Yep. He's ninth in the NHL in goals save above expected. To give that proper context... The Sabres in the last however many seasons, whenever we can check this, you go to moneypuck.com. He's ninth among guys that have played 30 games, which is what I care about. If I drop that down to 20 games, he might drop a few spots, but not many, 12th. Like the, the names here are Shestorkin and Allmark and Swayman yep. and Bobrovsky and Aiden Hill and, of course, Hellebuck's number one. He's a top-ten goalie. Mm-hmm. He's play, He has played like a top-ten goalie. To give proper context, last season, I should do, yeah, I'll I'll do it, the 2023 regular season, okay. So last season, in this department, the Sabres goaltenders, I just told you, Lukanen is top 10. The Sabres goaltenders last year, Anderson was 32nd, Lukanen was 47th. (laughs) You're right, I know. That's that's a reaction that I would get all the time looking at Sabres goaltending stats. That's of guys that have played 20 games. In fairness, did
5: Did, any of those goaltenders get... No one has gotten an opportunity, well, I mean, no one's really shown that they should be given this sort of extended look, quote-unquote, but, I mean... The only guy that did was
3: Levi at the end of the season. Yeah. And and that was a time when they felt like they could not play Lukanen. Right.
5: Right. And now they can't take him out. Because Lukanen, like, and here's the weird arc with Lukanen, is he really, since that second hip surgery, since he was in that World Junior his numbers have not been good. Like even in Rochester, like right now, Levi's down there dominating Rochester. He's got like the best save percentage in the league. He's got the most saves in the league since, since joining the league. Like he is dominating the way that you would want to see a goaltender that you believe you have high future hopes in the NHL to dominate at the level. He never did. Like he had like three, like, like, I mean, what was his numbers in the AHL over the last two years? They were not good. So, it didn't. It doesn't necessarily always have to translate, but it really didn't look good at all last year for him. And to your point, you know they weren't playing. I mean, they were playing Anderson over him at times. They were having to play. I mean, they're playing four goaltenders at times last year. It just is kind of remarkable. But <clears throat> I, I wanted to ask you the the thing about Chad because I think this is an interesting case study in this, right? I think a lot of people will point to. Probably Don Granato will point to. They're playing much better defense this year. Yes, they are. And how much of that better defense is helping him look better and have better numbers? I would think there's at least a percentage in there. But I guess my question, the reason I'm asking that is, if they went back to being as poor on defense as they were last year, would it still look this good? And if it did look this good, would they be really good in a a team that doesn't really care about defense? It's an interesting question.
3: And, you know, goals above ex- saved above expected, that's about tracking and where the shots come from and whether or not it should go in, blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, advanced stats that I just tend to trust. It's a decent. Is it perfect? Maybe not. But for Lukanen and, and, and what you're bringing up, if this and were on the team last year, they make the playoffs. Second in the division, probably. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. It's not even a wild card. They, they make the playoffs easy. And,. I, this is going to sound ridiculous, so just bear with me. I wonder if Lukanen being this good, they're about they've got to sign him he's he's an r f a so an extension for him and a raise if he's your number one next year, which I think right now he is if he's this good, a top ten goalie, then do you as a franchise lean further in this this year? They're going to miss the playoffs. it would seem. Uh, I, I'm pretty confident, been pretty confident about that for a while, as many of you may, maybe have as well, even though they're not mathematically eliminated. But it's a little bit like you have a goalie who will not be that expensive. And when the time comes to, let's say he gives him a, he gets a two-year deal on an extension for reasonable money, and then he plays great for two years, and the decision is, should we pay him $9 million? Yeah, right. Which that, is not a decision. No, that's that's a different conversation. But right now, you might get a young, cheap goalie who is playing great,
1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: And Kevin Adams said at the beginning of this season, their Stanley Cup window opened. Right? I mean, today, that doesn't look so great. But if they're going to keep things rolling and try and push forward next year, what I wonder is not how expectations motivate the GM but how the goalie does if he's that good if he can continue to be this good and that's why I think the number one question about the Sabres that's interesting is how long until you can comfortably say this is who he is I mean Lena Salmark has consistently been one of the better goaltenders in the NHL in the NHL for a couple of seasons UC Soros Connor Hellebook you can count on a lot of these guys the guys at the top and there's some new names. When a new name pops up, the question becomes like, all right, how, how good can he be and how long can he stay there? Because you know how it works. Teams win the Stanley Cup and change their goalie in two years because they feel like eh, a lot of it's the same. If Lukanen is good, how much does that push the Sabres forward? Because we're all going to be looking at them this offseason like they should push forward if they haven't been slow to do that already. So anyway, Lucan to me is the the story of the season right now, and he's he's fun to watch. It's been great. He's been great. His save percentage, their goals against, as you mentioned, since January first, they've given up the fewest goals in the NHL. Like they're they are a good defensive team, and you know scoring has
5: not yet returned. How much of that do you buy? Is luck the defensive prowess or the scoring? The scoring. I mean, Tage had eight shots yesterday.
3: Yeah, some has to be considered luck. At least a little bit. The power play is a big part of it. Last year, Tage had 20 power play goals, yeah. and this year he has 17 goals. Yeah. So the power play is a big part of it. If they had a power play like they did last year, which was near the, one of the best in the NHL, and now it's horrid, if they had a power play, they'd be a playoff team right now. I, mean, I know that's like, really? Only that difference? Probably. Just that difference whether they get to overtimes or they steal some wins, but whatever. It's frustrating, I know. I get the feeling the Sabres are not panicking about their season. I thought last night's game was fine. You got beat by a better team. That's Every time they play Florida, to me, it looks like men versus boys to a degree, like a mature team versus a young team. And the Sabres have to make that Florida jump that you know Florida has made. They made it two years ago. They won the President's Trophy. Last year, they go to the Cup Final. And this year, it's the third year in a row, they're looking at Win the Stanley Cup, so they're they're better. There's no doubt about that. They have better players, but I don't think any. I, I personally, I don't say no one. I didn't come away from last night's game feeling like wow, another dud. It,
5: no, it, I agree. It, it
3: more felt like the second half Sabers are a different team than the first half Sabers. Lukanen's a big part of that. O- overall, they just look more
5: competent, which is not saying a lot. It's a microcosm of games, though. It's not just first-half season, second-half season. It's first-half game, second-half game. Right, start and give a a goal in the first six minutes a lot. And, you know, sometimes, like, I know Paul talks a lot about, like, these guys, like, you shouldn't have to have guys be ready for games, like, get up for games, like, grind early in these games. And, like, the the thing that Oposo says a lot is, you know, well, we were chasing the game, you know, and that, to me, is, like, the most frustrating thing to hear it's, it's I, I don't I have no real explanation on you get down early and then you start get, you get out of your game but you never get in your game so like the idea that you get down and you start chasing the game and you get away from what you do well I mean it happens almost nightly and they scored first last night and they didn't necessarily go into a shell but like I, you probably want that first that Sam Bennett goal you probably want back if you're UPL it wasn't not really particularly. He was screened a little bit, but I don't know, Jeremy. It's like I, the, the thing that I guess annoys me a little bit is the way that they talk about the first period, the struggles, the struggles at home. None of it kind of really makes sense to me. How do you struggle at home? Nobody struggles at home. Bad bad teams struggle at home. Yeah. But they're fine on the road. In fact, you might say that it's, it kept their season alive last year. They're road games. And they talk about, well, you know, the the teams together and whatever the reasons are that they're better on the road, that they're not at home. I, they're bad at weird at things that you would think teams would, at this point would be decent at or not bad at at least. It's just it's it, it continues to be like a hard to they're, they're hard to explain. Yeah, well, a lot of the home struggles, the players
3: would like to explain it away. And Granado sometimes does as well as learning to play with expectations. That's. Tage, that's Cousins, you know, big contracts, higher expectations. I don't know. You want someone to get their head in the right place, and the fact that it hasn't really happened yet is kind of troubling. Two years in, a, a bad home record. Next up, Tampa Bay. They'll play the Lightning on Thursday. Vegas on Saturday. Jack Eichel could make a return. He's been on long-term injured reserve and skated with the Knights yesterday, then a road trip. Their road trip goes through, I think, Monday. So they're here on Saturday, and could the Sabres – be seeing Jack Eichel. It's possible. He's skating again. It does not necessarily mean he's on his way back. He's not in time for this game. Eight oh three oh five fifty. if you want to th- throw us a thought on the Sabres and the Panthers from last night, we'll get Paul Hamilton, Marty Baron, and uh, expecting Don Granado today, a reschedule from tomorrow. Also, the Combine rolls on. I, 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 I'm excited to talk to Sal because I saw people tweeting from the Combine last night that there was a tornado warning and a crazy storm. And we got some of that yeah. stuff last so, night. So a tornado siren going off and people oh. running to hotels and running to shelter last night in Indianapolis. That seems not yeah. ideal. Scary, yeah. I'd imagine. So we'll see. Brandon Bean spoke with the media. We'll go through some of the things that he had to say. Uh, head, head story at ProFootballTalk.com is uh, the Bills, salary cap saved the Bills. They were bracing for a lower number. Okay. Good news, right? Good news yeah. to see the cap jumped up enough to make it easier on the Bills. I don't think it necessarily gives them an advantage. Every team that was over got help, and all the teams that got, that were already under have a lot more space to sign players. So I don't think it means you necessarily have a better opportunity to get players, but you have more room to restructure your own guys if you want to.
5: I think it means they don't have to be nearly as aggressive. They can, they can maybe lean back on one guy that they were like, yeah. eh. Do we want to restructure this contract or do we, maybe you don't have to do that with that guy?
3: Yeah, it probably makes it so you're you can make your situation next year healthier. Yeah, n- have to do less and of course next year's cap increase will be what? Another 30 million like <laughs> yeah, it is probably. most years. So we'll get to all that plenty to get to on this uh this Wednesday morning. 803 550 1-888-550 550 2550 Sabers lose Florida and Tampa next. For the for the combine for the bills I'm, I'm eager to go through some of the stuff Brandon Bean had to say some of the testing stuff at the combine that'll start to come out we're getting rumors trade rumors you know it's 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 combine season this is how it goes we haven't quite reached full breathless hand measurement yet <laughs> that's coming feels like the game not the not the not the gig is up with the combine but mm. it's definitely up it's 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 more like baseball winter meetings than it, than it is about players these days right all the stories from the combine are going to be about teams talking to teams. It's going to be about well, competition committee rule changes. We know McDermott's on the rules committee now, or the competition committee, I should say, and they're discussing kickoffs and they're discussing the fumbles to the end zone. And oh, by the way, here's a defensive lineman running a three cone drill. You know, the combine is for the for the teams. I know they air a lot of it, but it seems like it's an event to get to, to be seen, to. Just update everybody on, on where you are, right? The entire NFL world descends upon Indianapolis for a couple of days or for a week. And you see if you get any good juicy rumors out of it. Justin, Je- Here's one juicy rumor. Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams. You know what happened with them yesterday? With both teams? Nah, not happening. Their GM said it's not happening. Yeah, I did not see Bean say that yesterday about Diggs. I was looking for that. He could just say that. He could,
5: did he, was he even, was he asked about Diggs?
3: I didn't see anything about him being asked about Diggs.
5: These guys are being asked about it, and also, maybe you don't even really want to, what's he going to do, proactively bring it up? No,
3: I selfishly, for my own narrative purposes, (laughs) I I mean, people love to ask why Diggs won't say he, why won't he just say he's going to retire here, which he has said he'd like to. And I just always ask why? Why can't the GM just say, "Of course he's going to be on the team," like the Vikings GM just did with Jefferson, and the Raiders GM did with Devontae Adams. They don't have to. Mean, you don't even have to mean it. Nate. You can just say yeah. it. So anyway, I was looking for that yesterday. That did not come. Bean did not say that. I fully expect that Diggs will be on the team. Anyway, eight hundred three hundred five fifty. It's a Wednesday. It's kind of nice out. The temperature is going to drop very fast into the 20s, and then rock it right back up soon after. So plan accordingly. Eight zero three zero five fifty, 550 our phone number, to join us here on WGR.
2: All the sports, music, news, and podcasts that you want are all on the free Odyssey app. Download it today it's almost here. Move Metal in March is about to begin at McGuire, one of the largest automotive groups in New York State. 18 locations, 18 new car brands. The wait is almost over. Soon you can chop our record inventory levels, get our massive discounts, and take advantage of our unbeatable trade allowances. Plus, McGuire has the lowest interest rates on more new and pre-owned vehicles than ever. Move Metal in March at McGuire means hundreds will save thousands, and it's just days away. If you want to upgrade and start driving the car of your dreams, your wait is almost over. Maguire is about to offer savings you haven't seen in years. Move Metal in March is about to start at all Maguire locations. Ithaca, Trumansburg, Watkins Glen, Syracuse, Baldwinsville, Canandaigua, and Grand Island. If you're ready to buy, hold on. Our Move Metal event is worth waiting for. We promise. McGuire, right by you, or quick as a click at McGuireCars.com. I'm still going for it, even with higher stroke risk from atrial fibrillation and a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. Over a three year study, Eloquist apixaban tablets reduced stroke risk better than Warfarin, and over 97% of Eloquist patients did not experience a stroke. A first stroke occurred in 2.9% of Warfarin patients versus 2.3% of Eloquist patients. Don't
4: stop taking prescription Eloquist without asking your doctor, it may increase your stroke risk. Eloquus can cause serious and, in rare cases, fatal bleeding. Don't take Eloquus if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eloquus increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected unusual bruising or tingling numbness or muscle weakness medications such as aspirin products NSAIDs SSRIs SNRIs and blood thinners may increase bleeding risk tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures learn more at eloquist.com or call 1-855-ELOQUIST hi I'm Henry Winkler my eyes are very important to me my eyes connect me with everything I love I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Appellus, I've learned there's an advanced form of dry AMD called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, colors appear dull or washed out. For others, hazy or blurred vision make it hard to see details, like fine print on price tags. Many have trouble seeing in the dark, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you think you have GA, don't wait. Treatments are available. Ask a retina specialist about FDA-approved treatments for GA and go to gawontwait.com. Jelly roll. The Beautifully Broken
1: Tour, October 6th, KeyBank Center,
2: with Warren Ziders
1: and Alexandra Kay. Pre-sale for City Card members now through Thursday at 10 p.m. Before the general public on sale Friday, March 1st, 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. For more, visit Jellyroll615.com.
5: Hey, Sal Capaccio here. When it comes to celebrating life's most precious moments, go forth to Firth Jewelers. Whether you're ready to pop the question with an engagement ring or cherish the years gone by with a timeless anniversary band, Firth has a selection that's going to truly capture your emotions. Not quite sure what you're looking for? Don't worry. They'll take the time to educate and guide you, ensuring your choice is as special as the moment itself. So for all the moments of your life, go forth to Firth. They're my jeweler. Make them yours. Firth Jewelers, Military Road, Niagara Falls. Hey
1: everybody, it's Boomerus Eisen. You know, eBay Motors is here for the ride with the parts you need for the prices you want. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's one thing falling in love with a house. And quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a realtor can make all the difference. Because that's...